Welcome to Tardi Mechanach Yomi. My name is Adina Schmidman. Please join me at the Seum for Sefer Yehoshua on Tuesday, February 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Israel time. Revi Frankel will be joining us, giving us a virtual tour of the land of Israel during the time of Yehoshua. Please sign up at ouwomen.org slash As we conclude Sefer Yehoshua, may our learning be a schus for the memory of the Kedoshim, the safe and speedy return of our captives, for the healing of our wounded, the safety of our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael, and help to protect all those fighting on the front lines. In yesterday's parak, Yoshua addresses the people, as did his Rebbe and mentor, Moshe Rabbeinu. Just as Moshe understood that the people needed both words of encouragement and admonishment, Yoshua too speaks to the people, giving them the confidence to move forward once he is gone. He wants to leave them with an inspired mandate to assure that they are motivated to continue the process even when he is no longer there. Using the language of Moshe, he warns the people of the danger of not completing the conquest and leaving the nations in their midst. We have arrived at the final parak of Sefer Yehoshua, the closing of the first book of Nach, and, as we discussed, what was originally supposed to be the only book of Nach. We've seen the remarkable evolution of both leader and people, a maturation of a nation from dependent to independent, from miracles to mundane, from open revelation to real life. Yoshua led them in conquest and division of the land and remained their steadfast leader throughout. Pasuk Aleph 1. Vayasof Yoshua as kol shifte Yisrael shchema. Vayikra lezikne Yisrael ulirashav ulishavtav ulishavtrav v'yisyatzvu lifnei ha'elokim. And Yoshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. And they stood before Hashem. Yoshua gathers the entire nation one last time in Shechem. The Radak points out that Yoshua chooses Shechem rather than Shiloh, as there are historical markers in Shechem. It was the first place Avram Avinu came to as he entered the land of Canaan, as we read in Bereshus Yudbeis Vav. Yaakov expresses gratitude when he initially arrives in Shechem, having just survived the encounter with his brother Esav. He purchased land and set up a Mizbeach to fulfill the promise he had made 22 years earlier when he left the land to run to the house of Lavan. The city of Shechem, sitting between Hargrizim and Har Evel, would remind the people of the covenant they established upon entry to the land. What was the purpose of this second gathering? The Alshech explains that when Yeshua didn't hear a response from the people after his original address in Parakhav Gimel, he gathered the people again to assure that his message was heard. What do you do when you hear something inspirational? Your reaction will determine whether the message has actually had a lasting impact. What will the nation's reaction be to Yehoshua's second address in our parak? The focus of the second address to the nation was not on the conquest as was in the last parak, 
but rather the historical trajectory of our people and our binding relationship with Hashem and His Torah. The Aram was brought to Shechem for this address, Lifnei HaElokim, underscoring the significance of this gathering. Pasuk Beis 2. Vayomer Yoshua El Kol Ha'am, and Yoshua said to the entire nation, Ko Amar Hashem Elokei Yisrael, Ve'ever Hanahar Yeshvu Avosecha Me'olam, Terach Avi Avraham Va'avi Nachar, Ve'yavdu Elohim Achairim. Your fathers always dwelt beyond the river, Terach the father of Avraham and the father of Nachar, and they served other gods. Yoshua begins the nation's journey, Be'ever Hanahar, on the other side of the river, with Terach. It is this very Pasuk which is quoted in the Haggadah as the proof text for Mitchila Ovde Avodezara Hayu Avosenu, Va'achshav Kervanu Hamakom La'avodaso. From the beginning, our ancestors were idol worshippers, and now Hashem has brought us close to his worship. It is this Pasuk, Yoshua 24.2, that is cited in the Haggadah. According to the Abar Benel, the description of the nation's development that follows was not to share the miracles done for the people, but rather to highlight Hashem's each and every act of kindness, demonstrating His love for His people and desire for their connection to Him. Think of it as a personal message written to a loved one in a greeting card, rather than just relying on the pre-printed hallmark message in the card. The verbs in the psukim that follow are written in first person, highlighting Hashem's effort and intentionality in His gifts to His people. And I took Avraham, your forefather, from the other side of the river. And I led him throughout all the land of Canaan. And I multiplied his seed. And I gave him Yitzchak. And I gave Yitzchak, Yaakov, and Esav. And I gave Esav, Harseir. Removing him from the narrative of the people. And this separation is significant, as Esav was a son of the matriarch Rivka. In contrast to Yishmael, who is not mentioned, as he was the son of Hagar, she was a maidservant, and the two were banished from Avraham's house. And I sent Moshe and Aaron. And I plagued Egypt. And I brought your forefathers out of Egypt. And I brought you to the land of the Amori, who lived across the Yardin. And I gave them into your hand. And I destroyed them from before you. And then Yoshua mentions Balak and Bilam. The low of Visi Lishmoa Levilam. And I refused to listen to Bilam. And I saved you from his hand. And I've given you a land in which you did not labor. With each step, Hashem was selecting his nation, his people, his family intentionally, with a focus on every detail, every act of kindness. 
our successes were and are a result of divine intervention. Pasuk Yudalad 14. Bata Yeru Hashem Bisamim And now fear Hashem and serve him with perfection and truth. Bahasiru es Elohim Asher Avdu Avosechem Beaver Hanar Uvimitsraim Vivdu es Hashem. Remove the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt and serve Hashem. Now it was time for the nation to choose. At Har Sinai, the Gemara in Shabbos Pechas Amad Aleph shares that the people were forced into a choice. The mountain was held over their heads, and the power of refusal was unlikely. While Yoshua positions the options as a choice in Pasuk Tezvav, he already stacked the odds in the earlier Psukim by elaborating on each and every chesed that Hashem did for the people. The Imrabe Nechem Lavodes Hashem Bacharulachem Hayom Esmita Avdun. If it's evil in your eyes to serve Hashem, choose this day whom you will serve the God your forefathers served who were across the Yardane, or the gods of the Amori in the land where you dwell. As for me and my household, we will serve Hashem. In contrast to Parakhaf Gimel 23, where the people don't respond to Yoshua's concern regarding the dangers of leaving remnants of the seven nations in the land, here the people respond immediately to Yoshua's challenge. Their reaction is both decisive and vital. Pasuk Tezayin through Yudches. Vayana am vayomer. Chalila lanu meazov es Hashem lavod Elohim achirim. And the people responded and said, Far be it from us to forsake Hashem to serve gods of others. For it was Hashem our God who brought us and our fathers out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who performed these wondrous signs in our sight and protected us on all the paths we have traveled and among the people through whom we have passed. Hashem drove out all the peoples and all the Amori who inhabited the land before us, we too will serve Hashem, for He is our God. While at Har Sinai, the Torah emerged from the heavens and came down to the people, now the people were embracing the Torah from their space with their will. The Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Peiches Amad Aleph, continues and shares this same independent acceptance of the Torah also took place after the Purim story, when the people saw the hand of Hashem and on their own volition, Kimu v'kiblu ha-Yehudim, Kimu masha kiblu kvar. They kept and they accepted. And the Gemara tells us the Jews kept what they had already accepted upon themselves through the coercion at Har Sinai. We are seeing hints of this same feeling with the remarkable desire for tzitzis, tzfilin, a desire to connect to our heritage, to be part of a nation that has been chosen by God. In Tehillim, Perak Kuf Lamid we read a Pasuk which the Mepharshim explain can be read in both directions. A palindrome Pasuk, Ki Yaakov Bachar Loka Yisrael Liskula So. Is Hashem choosing us or are we choosing Hashem? It's a mutual bi-directional relationship where each desires the other. But to assure that the people were not making the decision from an emotional space, 
Yeshua portrays both aspects of our relationship with Hashem. Hashem in all His kindness and Hashem in His wrath. Pasuk Yutes 19 Vayomer Yoshua la'am Lo suchlu la'avod es Hashem ki elokim kedoshimu keo kanohu lo yisa lefish achem ulechato sechem And Yoshua said to the people, You will not be able to serve Hashem for He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. Pasuk Chaf 20 If you forsake Hashem and serve strange gods, He will turn and do evil to you and destroy you after having done good with you. The people's response is direct, simple, and straightforward. And the people said to Yoshua, No. We will serve only Hashem. Yoshua acknowledges the affirmative choice the people make, and they respond with one word, Edim, we are witnesses. He directs them to remove the Elokei Nechar Asher Bekir Bechem, the strange gods among you, and direct your hearts to Hashem. Vayomru Amel Yoshua, es Hashem Elokeinu Navod uvikolo nishma. And the people replied to Yoshua in Pasuk Haftalah 24, Hashem is our God, we will serve, and His voice we will heed. Na'avod v'nishma, we will worship and we will listen. Reminiscent of na'aseh v'nishma, we will do and we will listen. Vayichros Yoshua brisla'am vayomahu vayasem lochok umishpat pishchem. So Yoshua made a covenant with the people that day, and enumerated for them statutes and laws in Shechem. There were a number of halachos that Yoshua taught at this point, and the people accepted them. And Yoshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and took a large stone and placed it there, beneath the doorpost, which was in the sanctuary of Hashem. There is a discussion about what Yoshua wrote. The last eight psukim of the Torah, the portion about Arei Miklat, or this last conversation with the people. He placed the record in the stone, or the stone itself was a monument. After establishing the stone as a monument and witness of their words, Yoshua sent the people home. Vayishlach Yoshua es ha'am ish l'nachal aso. Pasuk Chavtest 29. Vayhi dvarim ha'ele, vayamas Yoshua ben Nun evet Hashem, ben meya ve'eser shanim. And it was after these events, Yoshua the son of Nun, the servant of Hashem, died at the age of 110 years. Yoshua is called an evet Hashem, the same terms used at the start of the Sefer with regards to Moshe, an accolade given to him after a life dedicated to Hashem and his people. Pasuk Lamed 30, Vayik Peruoso Bigvul Nachlaso, Besimna Serach, Asher Bahar Ephraim, Mitzvon Lahar Gaash. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timna Serach, which is in Mount Ephraim, north of Mount Gaash. Pasuk Lamed Aleph 31, Vayavod Yisrael as Hashem kol yimei Yehoshua, v'chol yimei azkenim, asher rihu yamim acharei Yehoshua. And Israel served Hashem all the days of Yehoshua and all the days of the elders, 
whose days were lengthened after Yoshua's death. And who had known all the deeds of Hashem, which he had done for Israel. The conclusion of Sefer Yoshua provides us with closure for both the leaders and people. Yoshua, after a life of remarkable breadth and impact, passes away at the age of 110. He is buried in his portion in Timnas Serach, a word related to Cheres, son, as there was a son on his gravestone. People would walk by and bemoan the fact that this was the man who stopped the son and that he actually died. The people worshipped Hashem all the days of Yoshua and the Zakanim. As noted in Pirkei Avos Parak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, Yoshua was the link in the chain of transmission, and now it was time to pass along the mantle of Torah to the Zakanim, the elders. Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai, Umisara Yoshua, the Yeshua Lizakanim, Uzakanim Lanavim, Unavim Misarua Laanshek Nesas Hagadola. Moshe received the Torah from Sinai and transmitted it to Yoshua, Yoshua to the elders, the elders to the prophets, and the prophets to the men of the great assembly. We are witnessing the start of this chain and will continue to add links as our learning of Nach continues. Elazar HaKohen passes away as well, transferring his role to Pinchas. He too is buried in the portion of Ephraim. In the penultimate Pasuk, we read about the bones of Yosef. Pasuk Lamid Beis 32. Ves Yosef asher alu b'nei Yisraeli Mitzrayim kavru bishchem. And Yosef's bones, which the children of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried in Shechem. Bechelkas hasadeh asher kana Yaakov me'es b'nei chamar avi Shechem, kisita. In the portion of the field that Yaakov acquired from the children of Hamar, the father of Shechem, for a hundred kisitas. Yosef And it became a heritage for the children of Yosef. Why share the burial of the bones of Yosef now? Presumably they were buried long before. And why was Yosef buried in Shechem? It was a sale of Yosef that began the process of descending to Egypt. Finally now, under the leadership of his descendant Yoshua, the people finally return to the land and return Yosef to his rightful home. As described in the Birkos Yaakov, Vaninasati echad al And I will assign you one more portion more than your brothers. Shechem can also be understood as the city of Shechem. I'd like to suggest that beyond closure, there is finally repair. Yosef is brought back to Shechem by all of B'nai Israel, descendants of the Shvatim who sold him from this very city. It is a concluding act in a Sefer that messages unity and collective responsibility. The conquest of the land of Israel and the settlement of the land was a joint effort, with all of the Shvatim supporting each other, while recognizing the unique abilities of each one and accepting the territories that they were assigned. Even though Moshe had originally retrieved the bones of Yosef and kept them safe during the 40 years in the desert, because B'nai Yisrael buried Yosef in Shechem, they received credit for the deed. 
Rashi cites this as the source for the principle that a mitzvah is credited upon completion. She'eno nekres ela al shem hagomra. The one who steps in to complete the mitzvah is not getting a free ride, but rather is there to pick up the pieces to help cross the finish line without the adrenaline of running the race. The Shvatim knew their role in Yosef's sale, but didn't let that deter them from completing the task. Thank you for learning together and traveling together through 24 Prakim, 28 years, and the conquest and division of the land of Israel. Yoshua shared with us the powerful words of Alenu and Noda, words that are on our lips daily. We met exceptional figures, Yoshua, Kalev, Rachav, Benos Tzlafchad, Pinchas, Elazar, Achsa, to name a few. We have shared lessons about collective responsibility, adherence to truth, the primacy of Torah and tefillah, setting space for the unholy, the value of loyalty, challenges of transition, the importance of follow-through, the dedication to our spiritual leaders, and finally, Hashem's unwavering commitment to our people and our land. As we part ways, I wish you tremendous atzlacha on the next steps of your journey through our Sifrei Kodesh, our holy books. May the messages of these Sfarim continue to impact and inspire and be a source of merit for you, Am Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael during these very trying times. Thank you for studying together. Li'ilui nishmot, imotenu ayikarot, Esther Oppenheimer, Allah Shalom, and Sarah Shanker, Allah Shalom, each deeply devoted and proud to transmit their family's Torah legacy to the next generations.